Welcome to the Making Your Mondays Feel Like Fridays, the Irvin Lawway podcast. Your host is Leslie Peters, the guy with the girl's name, and yes, he's sticking to it. This is a podcast where we help reshift and pursue happiness and purpose by living every day with the same enthusiasm we have on Fridays at the end of the workday. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Making Your Mondays Feel Like Fridays, the Urban Law Podcast. I'm excited once again to be with you. Leslie Peters, the guy with the girl's name. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Look, I I think it was George Adair that said it. I, I think that's the author of the quote that said that I kind of really have modeled and lived by. And it simply says this, everything you ever wanted, is on the other side of fear. Get this, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Isn't that true? I mean, think about that for a minute. So fear stops us from moving to the other side, from moving past us. Everything you want is sitting on the other side waiting for you. But fear stops you from moving to the other side. So everything, just imagine it. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. So with that, let's dive in. I think it's time to take action. I, you know, I implore you every single day on this podcast to take action and start doing doing things that move you closer to your goals and to your dreams and to your ambitions. And the whole goal of this podcast podcast is to give you encouraging words and to give you encouraging concepts and to teach you certain things that help you start making your Monday feel just as good as your Friday. And what, and the reason why it's called making Mondays feel like Fridays is because so many of us, we live for the weekend. We wait to the weekend to spend time with our families. We wait to the weekend to do the things that we enjoy doing, whether it's golfing or fishing or hunting or camping or whatever it is. We wait to the weekend to do all the things that matter the most. Something's wrong with that because the last time I counted, you have more time Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. than you do Friday 5 p.m. to Sunday. So there's something deeply flawed about the concept that you live for the weekend. No, no, no. Let's live from Monday through Friday. That means we've got to do things in our lives to make sure that we are enjoying our Monday through Friday, and we're doing things that that excite us. We're doing things that we're passionate about. We're doing things that mean something to us to make our Mondays feel like Fridays. And so that's really what I wanted to encourage you on today was that quote from Georgia there that simply says, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. So with that, I'm going to give you some knowledge of some things today that hopefully get you moving to get on the other side of fear. Let's talk about credit. Let's talk about the, the, the really a couple of things. We're going to talk about the components of credit, right? What makes it up? Because a lot of people still are not clear on the credit picture. So I'm going to break down the five components that, that are evaluated, that are used to calculate your credit score. And then we're going to talk about briefly, and I'm going to talk about it in another podcast while we're really going to it. I'm going to talk about the two most popular types of credit score and what often gets people confused. The consumer credit score that you can get as a consumer when you check your credit, which is called the Vantage score, 
and then the FICO score. Now get this, there are many variations of even the FICO score and it constantly changes, but so all FICOs are not synonymous. I mean, there's not like it's just one FICO. There's many different versions of that. There's FICO auto, FICO mortgage. And then we got to look at what particular FICO they're using. So, we, but the components that they use to calculate it are the same regardless of which model. It's just the weight that they use in terms of what weighs what that varies from model to model. So with that said, let's dive right into it. I'm going to put this back on the screen and we're going to kind of walk through the five components of the credit score and then we'll dive into them, talk a little bit more in depth about them. So the first, first one of those is payment history. Payment history represents 35% of your consumer credit score. And that's how you pay your bills. Whether you're late, whether you're behind, you're 30 days late, how many times you're 60 days late, yada, yada, yada. That's what this is. It represents 35% of your score. Number two, debt ratio or utilization, your credit utilization. is looking at how much of your credit are you using, what's available to you, and how much of that are you using. And that's your utilization that calculates 30% of your score. The next up is the average age of your credit file. How long have you had established credit? What's the average age of your credit? And that makes up 15% of your score. Next, the mix of your credit. What types of credit do you have? Do you have installment loans? Do you have mortgages? Do you have auto loans? What are the different types and how much of each do you have? That's your credit mix, and that represents 10% of your score. And rounding out the five, last but not least, is inquiries. They represent 10%, and this shows how many times you apply for credit uh, and how often you apply for credit, and that represents 10% of your score. Now, as we break these down and look at these a little bit more, uh, let's look at the payment history. I said it represents 35% of your score. That's 192.5 points of your credit score. Now keep in mind, the credit score total points is only 550 points. The lowest score you can have is 300. The highest you can have is 850. So that's a total of 550 points. So a lot of times, you know, if you go by the golden rule of what a lot of our parents taught us, if you just pay your bills on time, well, if that's all you do, if that's the only thing you ever did was paid your bills on time, then you still will have a sub 500 credit score because that only constitutes 192.5 points. If the lowest you can get is a 300, you add the 192.5, you still a sub 500, which means you still can't get credit. So you got to do a little bit more than pay your bills on time. That's part of it. That's the largest part of it, but that is not all of it. So next, let's look at utilization. This represents 30% of your score and 165 points. Now, most people don't use, most people that I meet usually really don't understand this particular section right here when we particularly look at the utilization. So I try to dive into that a little bit more when I have time to break it down even more. Then next up again is your average age of your credit that represents 82.5 or 15%. We talked about that. How long have you had credit? How long have you established credit? Keep in mind, every time you add a new account, like if you add a new credit card, you go to JCPenney, they say, hey, if you apply for a credit card, you get 20% off. When you do that, you are diluting and you're reducing the age of your credit file, which affects your credit score negatively. 
So you got to be very careful when you add credit. It's much smarter to call your existing credit card company, have them review your credit for a potential increase than it is uh, getting a new card because that doesn't change the age of your credit if you do it that way. Then we jump into the mix of credit. We talk about the types of credit. What types of credit do you have? Whether it's installment loans, whether it's fixed loans, whether it's mortgages, that type of thing that makes up 10%. And then, of course, the inquiries that we talked about round out the last 10% and those represents 55 points of your credit score. So you've probably never seen it uh, broken down in points like that and ratio like that, but I like to do that. I want to hit a couple of myths uh, about FICO that the people that, that are out there. And hopefully I can present some truth here and clear some things up. So when we look at FICO, uh, you'll hear this. So closing my unused credit cards will improve my FICO score. Is that true or is that false? That is false. That is false. Closing your unused credit, co uh, credit cards will not improve your credit score. It will hurt your FICO score. So again, that is a fallacy. Next one, my FICO credit score should be the same at all three credit bureaus. What do you think that answer is? That is false as well. Because there are three independent bureaus and not every creditor reports to all three bureaus, your bureaus are likely to never be the same. Not all three. So it's very common for them to be different. Last one. When I get married, my credit report is merged with my spouse's. When I get married, my credit report is merged with my spouse's. That is false. You are an individual. You guys have separate social numbers. So it's not merged. Now, any accounts that you get together that are joint credit apps, that would be together and connected. But anything that you have that are totally separate is just you or just her, that is independent of the other person. Last but not least, checking my credit score will create an inquiry at the credit bureau and that will lower my score. That is false. You do not get penalized for checking your own credit score. You will not get an inquiry for checking your own credit score. That's called a soft inquiry and soft inquiries are not calculated in your credit score. One more, my annual household income is part of the calculation of my FICO score. That is false. It has nothing to do with your income, has everything to do with how you use credit and how you pay your bills and how much established credit you have. Now, as we finish up, just know that the Fair Credit Reporting Act specifically states that every item reported on a credit bureau, on a credit report, must report timely information must be 100% verifiable information. It must be 100% accurate information, period. All right. So keep in mind, um, uh, we can always help you here um, at Urban Law. But uh, if you have any further questions about your credit, but I did just want to kind of go through those with you to remind you of those three things, particularly these three right here. So just know when you look at your credit report, the Fair Credit Reporting Act specifically states that these three things have to be true, that the bureaus have to report timely information, creditors have to report timely information, it's 100% verifiable information, and it's 100% accurate. Those three things must be in play. I hope 
you have benefited from this. I hope you've got something that has been real good here for you for this. Um, I also want to make sure before I let you go, I just there's one other thing I kind of wanted to share with you. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quickly here, um, because this often catches people up as well. So I, I try to um, cover this. Yes, this slide right here. Okay. Yep. Give me just a second. Let me get this back up here for everyone. So I just want to hit what is not credit for you real quick. So utility bills are not credit. Now there are some services now and people and some, depending on your apartment complex, they're starting to report those things, but getting a utility bill does not establish credit. Okay, so it can affect you negatively if, you, if you're late and they report to the bureaus, but it doesn't establish credit for you, right? Phone bills, same thing. Keep in mind, if you don't pay your cell phone bill and it gets charged off, that's going to hit your credit report. To get a cell phone, they check your credit. All those things go in play, but it's not, your, your typical phone bill is not establishing credit. Layaway plans, that's not credit. All right. And daycare expenses. That's not credit. So I just wanted to remind you of that. So also, um, how does your credit report affect you? Cover this real quick. Employment, insurance rates, um, financing, obviously, and then also higher interest rates. So just know um, if, if you don't have really solid credit, you're going to pay more. That's the bottom line there. You're going to pay more in every aspect that we look at there. So I just want to share with you, I'll dive into utilization. I'll dive into how late payment affects you real, real soon, but I, I will touch it a little bit here. If you look at this chart, you'll notice that um, a few days late. So if you're a few days late on your payment, uh, we'll talk about what happens then. And then we'll talk about what happens um, when you are, are a little bit beyond a few days late. And then we'll talk about what happens when you're really, really late and how it affects your credit score. So again, those are things we'll bring, bring to you in the future. But just know, I want you to have the best credit possible. I want you to do really great things and you need that. Here, we're going to dive into, in the course of this podcast, we'll dive into business credit issues. We'll dive into consumer credit we will make sure that you are on with the right information and factual information according to the law and the Fair Credit Report Net and the uh, Credit Repair Organizations Act. So, I mean, I just, and I said that wrong. I think I said that wrong, but we'll make sure you are aware of those two laws. Again, um, they are the laws that regulate the credit industry. So that's what we go by. So I hope you found this very helpful. I hope you got some great information. Look, hit me up at any time at chatwithless.com. Again, hit me up at chatwithless.com. I'd be happy, happy, happy uh, to uh, get on my calendar, schedule time on my calendar. We can talk about whatever you have uh, that you need to talk about. So if you're thinking about talk, starting a business, whatever it is, just hit me up at, and I'm going to put it in the comments here. So you can have it. Hit me up at chatwithless.com. Get on my calendar. Let's schedule a time to talk. It's free call. 
We'll talk about whatever it needs, whether it's if you need to form a company, get it started, you need help with, with credit or you need to understand business credit, you have a question, talk with me. What we want to make sure you do is that we help you start moving closer to your goal. We're getting that business started, getting it off the ground, getting the structure set up, whether it's LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, whatever it is, we want to get you what you need to get you propped up and ready to go change your life and change the life of others. Look, this is the guy with the girl's name, Leslie Peters, signing off for the day. And I will see, see you on the next episode. But until then, make sure you do what you need to do to get on the other side of fear. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us. And remember, if you have an idea, a thought, a goal, and just don't know how to get started, hit us up at chatwithless.com and schedule a time that works for you. And we'll figure it out together.